Hello and welcome to another Bachelor in Paradise Australia on the Batch Report. So we are talking about episodes six through eight, which is a lot. They're like going so fast through these episodes. It's like nuts. Well, it started with like the two episodes a week and then they're like, oh, now it's four episodes per week. And now like right after this six through eight, there's only four episodes left. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of episodes. It's been keeping us super busy. So we're just going to dive right into it. So episode six starts off with Kiki coming in and she does like this weird pretend introduction. Like, like to Kieran. Like well, to chat. No, but first she like talks to Kieran and she's like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. And like everyone's like, we already know that they've slept together. So what the hell is she doing pretending she doesn't know him? And it's kind of weird because Kieran's technically still with Jess. Yeah. So... So then Kiki pulls Tim aside and is like, hey, what's like the 411? Can you fill me in? And then she like talks to Jamie and then she talks to Kieran and then she invites Kieran on the date, obviously. Like it was very obvious from the second she walked in that that's who she was taking on the date. Yeah, which is kind of strange to me because like Kira, who just basically just arrived last episode, she is also eyeballing Kieran. So it's like now she's kind of like her plan has fallen through. So she's got to like do anything to get a rose. Yeah. So on Kiki and Kieran's date, they like walk out and there's like a boat out there. And one of them is like, is that a boat? And the other one is like, I have no idea. And it's like, what do you mean you have no idea? You're like walking towards a boat and you don't know if it's a boat. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, that is like the ditziest thing I think I've heard anyone say on this show so far. Maybe she was just excited. You know, because they're like going out on a boat. They're like, is that a boat? Instead of saying, is that boat for us? Yeah, I think that's like, what she meant. I don't know. I wouldn't be too harsh on her. I don't know, it was uh, weird. They get on the boat and they spend the night together on a well, exclusive island. Yeah, so they end up on this island and they have the option of like staying there together at like a camp. Like they get to put up camp at, on the island and spend the night together. And of course they do. And it's very obvious that they sleep together again. And then... They asked Kieran, like, if he had spent any nights with Kiki prior. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, so he basically, like, copped to the fact that they knew each other and had been intimate prior to her. Yeah, writing. he's got a crazy, crazy lifestyle. And then I feel bad for Jess, because Jess is, like, back all by herself. I mean, Jess kind of knew what she was getting into, though. I know, it's just, like, I think she had hoped that she would be the one that he would want to stick with. Yeah. So, meanwhile, while that's going down, Tim takes Britt on a walk to a secret date that he set up for her. Or, you know, set up for her since probably the mm-hmm. Paradise cast set it up. But... He says he has, like, news to break. And she's like, oh my gosh, it sounds, like, really She's, ominous. like, pretty nervous, yeah. And he basically just tells her that he's the best man at a friend's wedding. And that he'll be gone for a couple of days. And, like, I guess that's, like, a big relief for her, which is good. Because he was, he started off by saying, I have to leave Paradise. And you could tell, like. She was like, what? Like, he's just going to leave me. And he ends up giving her a rose before he leaves, evidently. So she didn't even have to worry about a rose. Yeah, which is super nice. I do think they're a good couple at at this point in in Paradise. Whereas, like, Kira is, like, scoping out Alex. Well, everyone's on the date because she's like, well, I need a rose. Where am I going to get a rose? And then she's like, Alex. Alex will give me a rose. kind of likes the way he looks, too. But she's like, 
they keep showing like clips of her like stealing his nose and like booping his nose and like talking yeah. to him like a kid and it's like kind of weird i know i wonder if she's just like seeing how much she can get away with mm-hmm. and then i noticed that during this episode every time kieran talks classical music plays i know right? and it's like it's so funny um because he's british or whatever it's funny yeah so then asha comes out with like a double date card so connor gets one of them and obviously asks Mary, and then Jess ends up asking Alex because she's like, well, Kieran just went out with Kiki. They all have C names yeah. or K names, so I and always have Kira to like, think about like, it. And Kira is like real mad about Jess going, taking Alex because she's like, that's who that's I'm going name. after. Yeah. yeah. Which they kind of do have like a weird quirky thing, but we'll talk about that more later. So Jess is like comparing Kieran to a serial killer because she had pulled him aside right before she picked Alex and said, well, I need to chat with someone first. And Kieran's like, um, I think it's best that we just move on kind of deal. And she was like, he had no emotion whatsoever. Like it well, was like rehearsed. It was cold. It was just he did like, tell her, like he did say that it's only physical between them, which I could kind of see that. But the way he was saying everything was so scripted. I don't know if it like he had was. planned out exactly what he was going to I say. I think he just did it though, but it was kind of the same way he handled um, Abby. Abby earlier in the season, where it's like, yeah, it's a physical connection, but they also are kind of like using their physical body to like get with him. I you don't know? know. So like to me, I don't know. It's kind of like they're kind of like they know the rules when they get involved with him. They like go. Women are going out of their way to be with Kieran. So, like, why should he... Like, he can see if there's a mental connection, right? But do you really think he's a mental connection with Kiki? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I just haven't seen that much of him. Like, once he's locked in on with his um, couple, mm-hmm. like, you don't really see much of their relationship. But I do think he has a very strong physical connection to Kiki. Um, and he must like her personality to a certain extent as well because they met outside of Paradise and yeah. they still have a fire, I guess. So moving on from that, while everyone is out on their dates, a bunch of them are playing Truth or Dare. They get Jamie to go and kiss Kieran on the cheek and say, you've got my rose this week. And um, they also have Jamie like run around naked. Basically, they could get Jamie to do anything they wanted is what yeah. they discovered. Um and then Helena is talking about how Jamie always has like this huge monologue going on and how oh draining gosh. it is because he's just like swoon- and his he's like swooning over Helena, but he's like, oh, I really like you, but I promised my rose to Brittany. I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's like this huge long monologue about it. And she's just like, I don't want his rose anyway. <laughs> like, I don't know. So then they have the rose ceremony. Yes. Yeah, so Tim had already given his rose to Britt before leaving. Connor and Mary had, like, a really great chat on their date, going back to that. And she had to tell him that she has a kid. Yeah. Because this was the first time that that had actually come up in conversation. And he handled it really well. Yeah, I think it was And right. was like, I don't take it with, like, a green of salt kind of deal. Like, if I'm going to be someone's father, I want to be, like, a really good example for them, etc. Um, so he wasn't scared of that. So at the rose ceremony, Connor gives Mary a rose. Jamie gives his to Brittany, Glenn to Alicia, Naranga to Cass, 
Chris or Gilly, whatever. Because the they main both highlights of the rose ceremony is Alex that and Kira and then Kira Jess and does not get a rose from Alex and Kira gives gets the rose from Alex. That's like the main highlight. And then Helen did. Helena wasn't going to go, like, she wasn't vibing with anybody anyway. Yeah. Even when she was with Glenn, she wasn't vibing. So it's like, she was kind of ready to go home in my perspective. Like yeah, she, I think at that point she was like, okay, there's nice no one vacation. here for me. Yeah. Like, someone may have walked in the next week that was good, but, like, well, I don't think she felt too bad. Well, someone in the next week, and it is Jax. Jackson? Jackson. 25-year-old. Yeah, so before that, they show Kira helping Jamie put on self-tanner. Which was really freaking awkward. She was just like rubbing lotion all over Jamie's body. Yeah, and it was like fake tan stuff. Right? Yeah, and yeah. he's like orange. Yeah, I mean. So then. Jamie's just like a weird dude, honestly. Like, I don't know what happened to him <laughs> to make him so like radically un like he un he doesn't want to like commit, and he's like doesn't want to like try to make things work. Yeah. You know, and then also, though, he's, like, extremely connected to, like, his bros, right? Like, he's crying when Tim Lee thinks he left. He's like, grow up, bro. You're 40 years old. Yeah. So I look at it. Like, seriously, bro, you got to grow up. And, like, you need to, like, figure it out because I don't know, like, what else to tell him. He must be really good at whatever job he has because, like, I wouldn't be able to. It would be really hard working with someone like that. Yeah, so... On the flip side, Renee is feeling like a third wheel, and she's like, everyone else is coupled up, so whenever I hang out with anyone, it's like, I'm just like the third person. And she really wants Matt Y to come in, so she keeps just talking about that, but then Jackson is the one to join. Guess what? Matt, 26-year-old, joins right after. Yeah. So, she got her wish. But... Jamie was excited that Jackson came in because Jackson is just one of his best friends. Yeah, he's just so good. But then, you know, as soon as Jackson starts eyeballing Brittany, Jamie gets super scared. And is like, oh, Jackson, don't you want to be with Cass? He's like doing weird stuff like, oh, you know, Jackson's like, so what's the lowdown? And then Jamie's like, oh, you know, um, Alex is with, uh, what's her face? Kira. And, you know, Kieran and Kiki. Kiki. And then. And then he's you know, like, oh, oh and Brittany and me. You Brittany know. and I have exchanged roses a few times. Yeah. So it made it sound like Brittany was kind of taken. Like he did, definitely made her sound taken. Where he was like, oh, you know, Cass is single. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you know, Cass. Which is funny because. Remember who was vibing for Cass's rose was. Um, who's Cass's best friend right now? Are you talking about Naranga? Naranga, yeah. But not yet. I don't want to butcher his name, so... So, then Matt Y ends up coming in, and he wants to see Renee really bad, which is good because Renee's been talking a lot about him. And then he ends up having a date card, so he invites Renee on the date. But and he, Kieran, like, basically comes in, and he doesn't say hi to all the bros. Well, he came in with the date card and immediately had to pick someone and go on a yeah, date. Yeah, but Kieran's, like, super mad about it because he's like, you could have pulled me aside. You know, he could have been like, hey, Kieran, you want to go for a chat? So, like, I don't know. Kieran's throwing a tantrum about bro code. And is like, why would one of my friends ask my ex on a date? That's not okay. He's like, he's a snake. Dang snake, right? But it's like, what? He's allowed to go around and date whoever he wants without them asking Renee's permission. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Kiki or Kira or Jess went to Renee and said, oh, do I have permission to date? Like... 
Well, I think ex. girls do like weird stuff like call guys. So it's like that's not something that like a guy would do per se. Like a guy's not gonna be like, that's my girl over there. That's my girl over there, right? But whereas like what a I'm girl's is, like, oh, I'm Kieran, interested in that guy. Kieran would have been pissed if all the girls were going to Renee and saying, "Do I have permission to date your ex?" Yeah, that would have been retarded. But, but that's what or excuse he, my language, but but that's what he wanted Matt to do to him is go and ask him for permission. Well, to he take wanted his to be like, "Hey, bro, date. I know you dated it, dated this girl." But, you know, I have vibes and feelings for her, so I'm not Yeah, so what you're saying is that a guy has to ask another guy, but a girl wouldn't ask another girl. I'm not saying he has to do anything. I'm just saying, like, that's what the bro code is with Kieran. And, like, he's friends with Kieran, so he Yeah, but I'm saying that. it's hypocritical, and it's a double standard, because well, I he think doesn't expect that, these girls to go ask his ex for permission to date him. But he also knows that women call guys, like... Girls will just come in and go, that's my guy, and then tell all the other girls, and girls are supposed to respect that, which is why when Cass wants to, like, come in and take Jackson from Brittany, which we're going to find out soon, it's a big deal, right? Because Brittany called Jackson. I mean, I don't think that you have any clue what is going on there. Well, if I don't have any clue because what the girl you, code is, you assume that girls you, also don't you have assume any clue about guy you code. assume that girls just call guys all the time like, "Oh, dibs on that one." And that's not necessarily how it works. Yeah, you're right. So it's you're, much more complicated, and I'm saying it's also complicated on the guy's side. Too. I'm just, I just I'm not defending it. I'm just saying like I don't know what the internal relationship is. I think is the there. way that Kieran handled it was very babyish and it was really shitty on his part. Because yeah. he comes off as possessive and he treats women like items. I think it was less about the woman, about Renee, than it was about, like, his friend. Except they're not even really good friends or acquaintances. So if they're not good friends and they're just acquaintances, it's not a big deal in my mind. So then, in that case, Kieran overreacted. But I have a feeling that they might have been pretty close bros. Well, they had been on a season of The Bachelorette together, but that doesn't mean they were close. And Matt said they weren't close and they hadn't talked in a long time. Yeah, so Matt can't be too upset. Uh, Kieran like he can just brush it off then right well then Kieran's over there making snide remarks about their relationship he is making snide remarks yeah which is and I think a little bit stupid. annoying so Matt and Renee go on their date and they go tandem biking and they're kissing and I think it's really cute because I do think they are very well suited for each other and then they have the banquet and Kieran throws even more tantrums about bro code and then Jamie is playing a bunch of weird games again and is like trying to cock block Brittany He's, like, basically telling Jackson that Brittany pro- promised him a rose. Yeah. And then Alicia calls Jamie out and is like, what the hell are you doing? You just said that last banquet that she was only a friend. You don't want to sleep with her. You don't want anything more from her. And now you're telling Jackson that Brittany's taken. Like, how does that make any sense? Yeah. he's. Like, I like Alicia. Yeah, I like her a lot. Uh, basically... He just wants to stay in paradise. And at this point, though, like, Jamie, dude, like, you haven't vibed with anybody. Like, I don't know. Like, to me, it doesn't really seem like you're going to find love in paradise. You know, it looks like you're just here to have a good time with your bros. So Jackson and Brittany decide to go for a chat while Jamie is still pining over Helena, where he's like, oh, man, I can't believe Helena left. I should have kept her. And then Cass, like, pulls Jackson aside away from Brittany. Which, it's like, really? Like, as soon as Brittany starts talking to him, you have to come in and take him away. And then Jamie's like, I'm waiting for 
Megan to come in, which is Jake's ex, who he just left to go back and fight for his ex. And now he's like, I'm waiting for her to walk in. I think we're really going to hit it off. So we went straight from talking about Helena again to talking about Megan. Yeah, it was weird. Megan. It was so strange, yeah. And then Scott joins the island, and he pulls Cass aside for a chat. And then... Scott is 27 years old. Um, I don't know much about Scott at this point. But I do know that Jackson gives Cass an oil massage. Yeah, so and they have like a weird, and they have some mocktails. Yeah, it was a little bit weird. I'm like, and Brittany's like getting pretty upset at that point. Yeah. So then Naranga gets a date card right after Cass shoots him down. Like she like is so mean to him. Yeah. Like she was really mean to him. So he's like, okay, well I'm not gonna ask Cass on this date. So he asks Brittany on the date. And then Brittany starts crying and is like, I don't want to go on this date. My date is like, my day is going so bad. I need more time with Jackson and I can't have time if I'm on a date. So she's freaking out. She has a pretty big meltdown. And, and then, then Renee comes and like chats with her and yes. tries to find out what's going on. So they cut it like at that point yeah. in the episode. And then like a new episode begins at that place. So Brittany's still crying. Renee has a chat with her and then says, I'm going to pull Naranga aside and let him know. To pick somebody else. Yeah. Because I think, like, you're not in the headspace to go on a date. It's like, you're not going to have fun if you're thinking about, like, what you're missing out on. So, Renee, who's friends with Naranga, pulls him aside and tells him to pick someone else. And he says, okay, let me go have a chat with Brittany. So, he goes and chats with Brittany. And while this is happening, Jamie is still scrambling for a rose. He's like So, he, to... like, asks yeah. Cass for a rose. Like, oh, Cass, can I count on your rose? Yeah. And she's Which just is like, freaking weird. She's laughs in his face, basically. And then Naranga ends up asking Cass on the date, and she's like, okay, as long as it's just his friends. But they do, like, this fire dancing thing, and he tells her that he's been into her this whole time. And then she's just a bitch to him the entire time, making rude comments. She's so just constantly. Mean to him. Yeah. And I, I was like... It. I'm like, dude. I was like, I don't know why she needs to make snide remarks, like, every two seconds the entire date. Like, can't she just... Like, she said it was a friend date, and he agreed it was a friend date, so why not just leave it and, like, have a good time? It doesn't need to be romantic. Yeah. It, that really blew a bad taste in my mouth. Like, like they could have taken know. the time where Cass could have been like, well, you know, like, maybe you should spend some time talking to Kira, or maybe you should spend some time talking to whoever, like... Yeah. Like, these people, Tim I think, are really good suited for you. to paradise. Yes. And he's immediately pissed because he found out that Matt kissed Renee. And he's like, there's going to be some big dramas. Yeah. And he's also, like, they're, like, chatting about um, Renee and what's his Matt. name? Matt. They're, like, chatting about him. But it's weird because, like. Matt and Renee are like watching them while they're chatting because they are they're very loud people I think yeah here in Tim, so it's like they can hear what they're saying and they're just like that snake you know like pretty loud it's like well I feel like they know that you're talking about them and know. he's like I'm never talking to that guy again yeah so not after he see. did something like that and it was but like, the thing is is like okay. Tim concluded that by himself like Kieran didn't have to push the idea which makes me think that, like, that bro code's, like, a little bit of a thing in their group. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's the only reason, that's the only defense I have for Kieran's behavior is because, like, he wasn't like, oh, yeah, this is how I feel about it. Like, Tim knew exactly what was wrong with the situation. So, 
Tim just yesterday posted a video on Instagram talking about this. And because I guess a lot of people have been sending him messages about how it's very misogynistic, etc. The way that this whole bro code thing came about. And Tim made a video and said, you know what? I agree that I said some things I shouldn't have said that I supported Kieran without even thinking about the other side. Where he was like, I just had blinders on and was looking out for my friend and didn't even think about anyone else in that situation. See, he and he that. said, yeah, he said some things that he shouldn't. And then the next morning, he wouldn't apologize to Matt and Renee, like face to face, which they didn't show. Oh, okay. And he said, you know what? I apologize to them. I'm still friends with both of them. Yeah. Like. Well, Tim's just friends with anybody. Yeah, anybody but he was like, they just showed that, like that little snippet of when. He lost it because he just heard Kieran's account of yeah, what happened. Yeah, he's kind of like a hothead. Like he'll, yeah. like during the banquet with Renee, like he lost it. But then he like calms. Like when he gets a chance to breathe, he'll like own up to whatever he did. And I think that's yeah. like kind of like part of being a man or whatnot. He said, "I effed up and I made a mistake. And the only way you can grow from your mistakes is to make the mistakes. Yeah. Like you can't. I don't know. And I mean, you can't ask him not to be himself too. Yeah. So it's like." But, but I actually yeah. liked his apology video, if that's what you want to call it. Yeah, which I hope that Kieran does something similar, but I don't see that happening. No. So then Connor plans a date for Mary, and he asks her to teach him to salsa, which I thought was pretty cute because he doesn't know how to dance at all, and that's something that she really likes to do. So I think they're just like a super cute pairing. I think it's like... Kind of like her match in heaven a little bit. Like, he's not the most attractive guy. But then again, it, like, makes her um, less self-conscious, I think. Well, and they both so, work in real estate, right? They both have similar yeah. jobs. And he's, like, pretty cool with her having a kid. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up, like, sticking together. In the mm-hmm. Yeah. At least giving it a shot. So then after that date, Mary tells Cass that she needs to figure out how Jackson feels before giving up on him. Like, she needs to figure out. Like, does Which Jackson like, like Britt or does Jackson like Cass? So then Mary decides to just go and ask Jackson. Which I'm like, Mary, why are you meddling? Like Mary loves to meddle. Yeah, but I mean, she wasn't like wrong but, knowing just Cass's side. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, Cass is not like, I don't know if she's just getting a bad edit, but like she doesn't seem like a very genuine person. A lot me. of people on the show have said it's not a bad edit they say she's actually getting a good edit oh, for how she okay. was acting. So, so like to me, she just seems... Um, like very kind of like selfish and like kind of rude to people. Yeah. Like you can let Naranga down a little softer, you know? And say, you know what? I came on this date just as friends. Like yeah. I don't see anything more with you, but like I still want to have a good time and like yeah. eat good food and whatever, yeah. dance and whatever. That's fine. I think at this point in the game, Cass is feeling a little bit like she's not going to find anyone so she's making like really horrible decisions yes to like undercut somebody who may have a real connection so mary pulls jackson aside and says which one do you like do you like Cass or do you like Brittany?" and jackson was like well Cass makes me think and Brittany makes me laugh so they're like two completely different people and, and at this point i haven't spent that much time with either of them so it's hard yeah, to like that's actually a pretty good answer i was just kind of proud of proud of my boy matt so, Jackson. Or Jackson, sorry. Not Matt. Matt's with Renee. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jackson. So I thought that was interesting because then Cass goes and tells Brittany that she won't pursue Jackson. 
She's like, oh, don't worry about me. I'm not going to pursue Jackson. And then she, she goes, lies, but yeah. then she goes to the camera and says, oh, I'm definitely pursuing Jackson. Yeah. I know. So it was like, why even tell her you're not? Just don't even bring it up if that's a thing. So then Glenn plans a little thing for Alicia and they do like this body paint date thing. And he like puts different colors on her body and then tells her like what they represent to him in their relationship, which I thought was really cute. Because I feel like they are both being very, like, open and vulnerable with each other about their feelings. Yeah. And then Asha comes in with the rose ceremony get-up. Oh, yeah. So they say that they're going to do a cocktail party where Jamie won't stop talking about Helena again. And then Mary gives Naranga, like, a pep talk and they're crying together because she's like... Don't settle for crumbs. Like, you deserve, like, the whole... Yeah, honestly, it was, like, a really underwhelming um, cocktail party because, like, everybody already knew. It was very obvious as to who was going home. Yeah, the only, like, ifs or only drama was, like... Who's giving Jackson the rose? Rose, yeah. And who's the other person going to pick? Exactly. So, it turns out that Jamie goes home. Chris goes home. And Naranga. And Naranga knew he was going home. Yeah. So, Mary gave hers to Connor. No surprise. Britt to Tim. Alicia to Glenn. Renee to Matt, Kiki to Kieran, Kira to Alex, and then Cass got to give the rose first, so Which she gave it to Jackson. It was kind of a like low blow from the producer. The producers like planned that. They kind of screwed over Brittany, uh, Brittany a little bit because they literally were the last few roses. Yeah. And they let Cass choose first, and I, I don't really understand. I mean, I guess for the drama. Yeah, they've had Brittany choose last several times because yeah. of the drama. I think. I don't know. So she chooses Scott, but. Brittany had told Cass during this, like, rose ceremony thing that she's still going to go She's still going to go after Jackson, even if she gives him a rose. She's like, even if you get to give him a rose first, I'm not going to not pursue him because you gave a rose. Yeah, and honestly, Jackson looked disappointed. That Cass Cass. gave it? Like, he was like, like, he wanted the rose from Brittany. Yeah. I think Jackson may be a little bit scared of Cass. And that's why he hasn't been... And, like, I think he's also a little bit scared of Mary. Yeah, and like, this is where Jamie gives a speech about Helena. And how he wants to find someone just like Helena or Helena to be in his life because she's such an incredible, amazing person. Which she is an amazing person, incredible, but... Like, you didn't like even try a relationship not even with her. want to ever be with you. Yeah. It was really bizarre. Yeah. So that's it for these episodes, and we will be back in just a couple of days to talk about... Episodes 9 and 10.